Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 123. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews all the way in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How are you doing? I'm great, but I'm not alone. Oh, I have a, um, we have a guest today. Terrific. Uh, Vicky, she teaches at the local college and she teaches people in pre-medical fields, like Very pre-nursing, cool. pre-respiratory therapy, dental hygienist. Yes, physical therapy, all of that. Great. Wow. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Welcome, Vicki. It's uh, a pleasure <laughs> to meet you. you and I'm looking forward to hearing <laughs> what you have to say. It's been a while since well, we had a guest on. It has been. It has. And how exciting. We're also in our new studio. And with us also is Oliver the Doodle. <laughs> right on. And he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he says to hell with you guys. <laughs> oh, this week. Oh, gosh. The past three months have been crazy with the Kavanaugh hearings. They sure have. And um, we brought Vicki here to talk about health, but we just have to talk about these Kavanaugh hearings. Um, I have said it before, I'll say it again, as a mother of sons, it just has me absolutely freaked out. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that we've hit the day where essentially you are guilty until proven innocent. That's exactly right. And that is so wrong. Yeah, that is that's that's wrong here. It would be wrong in Canada. It it's wrong in most of the world. Exactly, you know. Um, and um, we're supposed to be above that. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and basically sitting up here in Canada and looking at everything that's happening down there, it's like watching somebody get bullied. It it's hard it to is. watch. It honestly is hard to watch. And to think that his young children, now his daughters are the oldest one's ten. Yeah. I believe. And the other one has like seven. I mean, they're very young children. They have been threatened. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? Yeah. You can't hate Trump so much as to threaten children. Yeah. Well, apparently it's okay to do that. Because that's all yeah, I'm you saying. Know, I to bring something up. We all love John Wayne. Do you like John Wayne, Vicky? Of course. <laughs> I mean, John Wayne said, tomorrow hopes we have learned something from yesterday. Right. Now, you got to think about that. Yeah. This situation with Kavanaugh is like we haven't learned anything since we became a nation. Yeah, it's definitely a step backwards for mankind, for sure. And if that was Trudeau, he would say people kind. <laughs> the, oh yes, definitely Trudeau would say people kind. Rainbow Rider. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think about him a lot lately when I, I've been writing from the Doodles' point of view, and I, I call him humans. He would say people kind. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but we digress. Yes. However, who is benefiting from the chaos? Is it the Republicans or the Democrats? 
I mean, we know that the Democrats were out to make hay here. Right. You know, destroy this man, stall out, win the House, and, and not replace the Ninth Justice until after 2020. Right. I think it's backfired. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know where it's going. Well, let me tell you that. Josh Hawley, who was behind Claire McCaskill in Missouri for the Senate seat up until this past week, has just moved beyond her by eight points. Wow. That's amazing. It is amazing. That is very much amazing. Vicki knows in Missouri, that's amazing. It is, especially for Kansas City and St. Louis. Exactly. Plus, I think you would be, when Claire McCaskill was the attorney general for the, for the for Missouri, I voted for her. She was a great attorney general. She busted some ass. Oh, shoot. I forgot. You can't edit this show. <laughs> anyway, she did. She did. She was really good as attorney general. Uh, you know, I I have to admit, a couple times I've voted across the line. I know my listeners are going to cremate me, but <laughs> I did vote for her as Attorney General in Missouri. But please, please, she is um, nothing like that as a senator. However, Vicki's right. She was carrying St. Louis and Kansas City, which are the big cities. Uh. So for Josh Hawley, who everybody's a little lukewarm on. Right. Okay. Yeah. We've talked about that before. His, his views on health care make us a little nervous as, as conservatives. Right. Nevertheless, for him to move ahead eight points, she's toast. That's amazing. Because she just decided just a few minutes ago that she is going to vote against Kavanaugh. And that is not a popular position in Missouri, so I expect that Josh Hawley will move ahead by 10 to 15 points. What do you think, Vic? I agree. I think she's really moved into the realm of the old boy network uh, here in Missouri. And she's She's really... She's made a lot of bucks doing it. Yeah, she's made a heck of a lot of money doing it. And she is in that position now, which, of course, I'd say... Most of America is so sick of that. At least in this area, we've yeah, had it. Yeah. So yeah, right. you know, she's, she's one of those that mm-hmm. was behind Hill. Mm-hmm. She was behind Obama, and suddenly she has a ten to twelve million bank account. Yeah. <laughs> that we talk about all yeah, the time we, on this show. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. Wow. Okay. This is uh, very eye-opening because I didn't see that coming. When you said who's benefiting more, Democrats or Republicans, I didn't. I, I'm like, what? How are the Republicans benefiting? I had no idea. They're fed up. Oh. It has energized the base. Yes, it really has. And middle America, all of conservative America, or not even that, just people who want this country reunited and on the same page, and that could be anywhere, both parties. I think that this is becoming a movement. It is, it is. And Republicans long to be in the ring, or the rink with the old Democrats. Mm -hmm. The old Democrats. Not these progressive socialists. Okay, we wanna fight, we like to fight. 
But we, we want to do it with the old Democrat that, you know, we're, we're all splitting hairs, but we're really on the same page. Oh, exactly. Uh, the old Democrat, uh, I would pray for the old Democrats these days. Actually, I'm very far related to Harry Truman. And he was definitely a Democrat. Absolutely, but he but was the a old, socialist. No, he was, he honored the Constitution. He was a good president. He had, he had the guts, definitely. Well, we talked a little bit about the Democratic plan, which was to stall. Right. Um, we used to have a cheer, don't stall, play ball. <laughs> okay, in high school. Right. <laughs> and high school's been brought to the forefront of this thing. Yeah, no but kidding. <laughs> they wanted to stall out, win the midterms, like I said before, and then keep Trump from having a pick till 2020. Because let's face it, evangelicals that supported Trump really wanted the Supreme Court pick. There's really not much more important than the Supreme Court justices. They make the big decisions. And um, this Kavanaugh pick really, and the way that this has played out, it really does, um, it really causes a problem for the plan. So it's, 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 not, it's not working. No. Now, I do want to point out problems with Dr. Christine Blasey Ford's testimony. Okay? Okay. Um, some of these were brought out by a letter from her boyfriend a couple of days ago, but there are also things that really weren't panning out anyway. She claimed that she could not come to D.C. because she couldn't fly. Because she was so claustrophobic, she couldn't fly, and that she would not be able to come. Okay? Okay. That's what her attorney said. Come to fly, find out, she's a surfer. She flies all over the world. Liar, <laughs> liar, pants on fire. Yeah. Well, didn't she also say that uh, after it, this incident uh, supposedly happened, she called her friend on a, on her cell phone? But the problem with that was it was 1982 and nobody had a cell phone for two years. You know, everybody said that. I didn't hear that, but it must be true because mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of people talking about that. Have you heard that? Yes, I have. Mm -hmm. She's way off on her date. Yeah. Okay. What else I is know. she way off of then? <laughs> well, here's one for you. You've been married before, right, Connor? Yeah. Well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you were married now. Nevertheless. <laughs> An interesting married, we've all been married at least at some point, or we still are, okay? Yeah. The point is, when you're married, you have to negotiate, okay? Oh, yeah. Her and her husband went to couples therapy because they couldn't agree about a front door. She was claustrophobic and she had a second front door. Now, if I can't work out a front door with my man, I'm getting a divorce. Shut the front door. Oh, my. Wow. Now, did you ever go to therapy over things like that when you were a couple? No. Hell no. There, <laughs> there's probably a few things I should have gone to therapy over. <laughs> probably still could. But uh, the front door was never one of them. No. Well, wow. right there, that told me, you know, she's a pampered baby. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Have you ever gone to therapy over something like that, Ben? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, no, I'd actually like to be the therapist because I could drag that one on for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you could bring in a lot some... of money. Yeah, you know, like socks. You could start talking about oh, who you does what. Touch a lot of socks. Toothpaste. <laughs> what about that toothpaste he keeps Don't blocking? Don't the toilet paper roll on which way it yeah, should go. You know, to think, you know, I mean, you can solve the whole toothpaste problem by <laughs> each of you having a different tube. Mm-hmm. You know, and it takes therapy for some people to get over that i guess okay the polygraph (laughs) yeah um when you study psych one of the very first things you study the ins and outs of is the polygraph test okay right okay when i took 121 i think it was psych 121 the very first class for those seeking a psychology degree we spent three weeks on it now, when you are taking a class at a university, spending three weeks or anything says that's important, right? Right. Generally, yes. <laughs> and you also yes. So how does this woman get a PhD and not know the ins and outs of a polygraph test? <laughs> yeah, I never thought of that, you know. <laughs> well, her ex-boyfriend wrote something, said she had coached a friend that was taking a polygraph to enter the CIA as an employee, and that she had coached her extensively. And when she was asked at the hearing, she said never had she had any extra discussions or anything to do with the polygraph. I knew then. You know what? She's lying. In fact, I wrote a couple of shows and said that. Wow. Other shows. because, And I never do that, but that just drove me crazy. Because she did seem believable. Huh. Okay. Then you got to go to the fact that she didn't know how anything was going to be paid for. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's got a security detail. Come to find out she's been on the East Coast for two or three months being part up. She's got a new hairdo. She's got new clothes. She's got, you know, all these things. And I'll tell you what. she's got a guy. And, uh... Most of it was being paid for, but there were three GoFundMe pages. Yeah, One well, of them was up for half a million dollars. Yeah, the we know where, where the money's coming from. It's in one of those white elephants. Did you see the video I sent you on the Absolutely. handover? Yeah. There was a handover of an envelope before and, the hearing was ever completely adjourned. Yeah. yeah. yeah they had no idea the cameras by were the still rolling. Senator, by the same senator that her employee was caught doxing the other senators just yesterday or day before. Wow. Doxing means sharing of personal information. Hmm. Okay. On public figures like their their home address, their social numbers. Um, he was arrested for that. So um, that was the same senator. Yeah. Well, also finding out she had you know, uh, pictures done with the Clintons and relatives in really? the CIA. Yeah, there's uh, there's ties to Fusion One in her. And definitely from the CIA, right? Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Yeah, close ties. So, and, and we're not even mentioning the fact that no one can confirm her story. Her best friend can't <laughs> yeah, confirm her story. Exactly. So you and I know, as as well as Vicky knows, in 36 years, your brain can make up a lot of things that you actually believe. 
<laughs> she remembers oh. she only had one beer, but she can't remember how she got home. Exactly. Got there. You know, and, and people seem to be going back again the second time and the third time and the fourth time to these supposed sex parties. You know, why are you going back? Why why didn't no, you why stop didn't it at the first back? one? Yeah, I don't if get that. If you go that. to a party and get raped, do you go back? Yeah. Well, yeah. personally, I wouldn't. But, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, so there's, there's a lot of questions that just don't make sense. Absolutely. Just, and I believe it was her ex-husband that came forward and said, basically, she was just off her rocker. And, oh, yeah, that letter from her ex-boyfriend, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, watching her, I feel like watching her in those interrogatories, she was a nervous wreck. She just was not quite sure of what she was supposed to do, all in all. For someone that teaches and is in front of a crowd, she was awfully nervous nervous yeah and um and i understand and and how do you become i mean because she's on the staff at stanford and another smaller college in that in that palo alto area but how is it that you teach graduate students she talked a lot about teaching her graduate students yet she didn't know how to get a hold of her signature for six weeks (laughs) it's in the damn phone book (laughs) <laughs> they've got a local office and they've got a DC office she can't use the phone book or Google yeah exactly well then why did they sit on it for three months too well uh, yeah that's another story for Diane Feinstein and why didn't her attorneys tell her that Grassley and the other senators offered to go to California to interview her right. she didn't know anything about that First of all, she must have put her head under a rock and not watched TV and not know <laughs> But her, her attorney's lied to her, and he has requested the FBI look into her attorney's behavior. Wow. Yes. I think that's a good idea. Now, they also have released part of her therapy notes or the therapist's notes about her. <laughs> um, but part of them they won't release. Now, could we speculate that there are alternate explanations for her memory, like hypnosis, planting her memory, or the fact that maybe there are other things in her life that she doesn't exactly remember correctly? So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but they're actually saying, so here's the tape of her, but we've edited it for you, (laughs) basically is what they're saying. That's what says, that's wrong. (laughs) <laughs> that old senator's got one or two brain shells left. Wow. Okay. Well, I would think the dollars that she's probably getting for this would definitely have an effect on her memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um, on my Instagram feed yesterday, somebody parked that she had re- released a drawing of the man that had convinced her to come forward. And it was Benjamin Franklin on the hundred dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like funny talks. Yeah, it I mean, sure sense. does. Oh yeah, yeah. There's just too many big questions. Uh, I just can't. You know, 
if something did happen, bless her soul. But I, well, yeah, um, I, mean, I think she feels like something happened to her, but I felt like I got hit by a truck the other day too, but I didn't. Yeah, there's just something about her that I don't know. I don't believe it. I honestly don't believe it. Well, I have a question for you guys. Okay, yes. to both of you. <laughs> drinking, high school and college drinking has come into this, uh, you know, because they have attacked um, Judge Kavanaugh about his drinking habits in high school and college. And I think that's horrible because I thought that was off limits. But desperate people do desperate things. Now, thinking of kids, and we're not talking about alcoholics that get out of bed and have a drink. But what constitutes a drinking problem? Vicki, what do you think in a student, you have students, yes. constitutes a drinking problem? I would feel a drinking problem would be someone that goes out and binge drinks quite frequently. That is definitely a starter. Point. To the blackout point. Oh, yes, to the blackout point. And I hear so much about that from my daughters. My daughters are 21 and almost 23. And they do have drinks occasionally, but they usually end up being the designated driver for either acquaintances or friends that drink to this blackout point. And what results from that is sexual assault, um, even other drugs that are slipped into drinks. This is a huge problem on college campuses. Back when we were young, it was not a problem. No. I saw a drug once when I was in high school. And believe me, I hung around. I went to the parties. Right. The drug I saw was an acid pill, and it was the coach's son that had it. Oh, interesting. The football coach's son. Mm-hmm. I should clarify that. I saw a lot of cocaine. I didn't till college after college. I no. saw I saw cocaine after college, but mm-hmm. as far as high school, of course the marijuana bear. Yeah. Not even that much. No. And and I didn't miss a party, believe me. I was I was at the parties. I loved it, you know. You and I, I think, kind of got through that high school, early early college time where there wasn't a lot of pressure. No, because there had been drugs before mm-hmm. us, a bad problem in this area, and then our group really wasn't. Mm-mm. We actually went to the same high school, we're a couple of years apart, we didn't really know each other then. So we, we met yeah, each other later. You experienced so. the same thing I but, Yeah, and these people are the same age as us. Mm-hmm. They're like two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, she is. He is one year younger. So what constitutes, I mean, everybody hung out on the weekends. There oh, was, yeah. He was a frat boy. Um, I was a little sister of a fraternity back then. And, you know, we even poured the Friday beer. Friday night, I and people are drinking actually kind of bragged about drinking more than they did. I think but so. We did talk a lot about it, and boys, that was kind of their claim to fame how much they could drink, and they really didn't drink as much as they said. No, I, I do not, honestly, do not remember anything getting out of hand, even in any of these fraternity parties that I was at. Well, at even that time. if it did, outside of rape, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's it should be off limits. I agree. I, I just don't think we should go back to a 53-year-old man and say that 
what you did in high school has a bearing on, on the job you're going to get today. When you've lived an exemplary life um, in public service, you've passed seven FBI tech, um, checks, we, we cannot be talking about what you did or did not drink or say in high school. As far as, you know, they talked about, they had names for passing gas and such. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thankful uh, Facebook and smartphones with cameras didn't exist when I was going through college. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. You'd be married in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. He's a rocker. He's an old rocker. You know, we'd all be working at McDonald's to pay back (laughs) for what we did 35 years Oh, they probably wouldn't hire us. I know. (laughs) Well, what would the liberals in Canada do? Because they're used to being the ones that ask if you want fries with that. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Well, we will see a vote tomorrow on Kavanaugh. Um, as it stands right now, um, the vice president perhaps will have to break the tie. Wow. Um, he is supposed to be in town on in Springfield on Monday, so this better get over by Sunday because he cannot leave D.C. till this vote's over. Because I have a feeling he's going to be the tiebreaker. Right. I think it's going to be that clips. Um Susan Collins, who's been a holdout on a lot of things, is going to make an announcement today at 3 o'clock. Everybody thinks she's saying she's going to vote for him to be confirmed. You know what? I'm not sure she would call the press conference if she was going to vote for him. So I'm a little concerned. I'm not going to say she's not, but I'm very concerned. And um, this man deserves to be confirmed. I, I do want to reiterate, and if I didn't already, that Harvard has already told him he can no longer teach there. Wow. Because wow. he has been accused of this 36 year old. Um, with no evidence. With no evidence. That's He's already. The basketball teams that he coaches for his daughters, it is possible he will not be able to coach those because the parents will not. This is how it is. You got to remember, he lives in D.C. Most of the justices do not actually live in D.C. Now, they have apartments for when they're in session, but most of them, and most of them live on the East Coast, but not in D.C. proper. He lives in D.C. proper. He was in the George Bush administration, the GW. That's where he met his wife. Um, He grew up in that area, obviously. So um, it's interesting. I, I have a feeling he might be moving. Now, um, on the heels of all of this, there were two packages suspected of ricin mailed to the Pentagon. Oh, my. We will see how that turns out. Um, I never heard that. That must have uh, just been broadcast. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Well, um, can you come back to talk more about health care? I would love to. Okay, because we have a couple other things we could mention real real quickly sure um the trade deal between the u.s mexico and canada did come to fruition after the president refused to have dinner with mr trudeau yay i love that decision (laughs) prime minister yeah um and everybody was like shocked well two days later we had an agreement Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes his tactics work even when they make us nervous 
Well, I don't think you need to be brilliant to have a tactic against Trudeau. He's just a drama teacher doing a really bad job running the country. So it doesn't take real big <laughs> smarts to outsmart Trudeau. So. Well, tell us the horrifying story. Yeah. About the child killer and Trudeau's, um, I don't know, therapy? What, yeah. do, what do you call it? Yeah, this is just the most bizarre thing that uh, I've heard in, in a long time. Um, basically, a couple, male and female, and I'm not going to use their names and, and give them any fame here. They kidnapped and abducted an eight-year-old girl, raped her, and murdered her. So if that wasn't horrifying enough, that was, geez, uh, I guess about, I think, 2006 or 2007 they were charged. Well, I heard eight years so something like it. So I would say eight years plus, yeah. Yeah, so she's got a remaining sentence of, I, I think it's uh, 11 to 15, no, 15 years, I think, remaining in her sentence. And uh, Trudeau thought it would be fine if uh, she did the rest of her sentence in a healing lodge. So <laughs> she's, she's now sitting in a minimum security healing lodge spa. I don't know. Maybe you call it a spa. What do you call a healing lodge? I guess a spa. Now that's why we call it a spa, but I'd like to know where that child is. Uh, yeah, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, horrible. That's real fair. Uh, so, you know, he's met with uh, a lot of opposition on his decision to put this woman in a healing lodge, and he's had upteen chances to basically change his mind, and he absolutely refuses to. So this woman is now in a healing lodge instead of a maximum security prison where a murderer should be. So that's pretty horrifying. That pretty is very horrifying. horrifying. Yeah, that's beyond words. It is. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's kind of what we're dealing with north of the border, that kind of insanity from our leader. So, you know, we have to agree that it doesn't take a lot of smarts to, <laughs> to sway Trudeau one way or another. So. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks, Vicki, for being here. Please come back very soon so we can finish the health care I will. I enjoyed it. And uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and Vicki. Looking forward to having you back on the show. And everybody, thanks Thank for you. listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices.